Hey, everybody. Welcome to Cannablogger's Corner on the You Podcast Network. I'm your host, Andy Cannablogger, and this week we are talking with writer Gabe Duranzo and artist Greg Cravens, the masterminds behind the Stoned Ninja comic series. You can check them out online at stoned.ninja. You don't have to worry about the com. You can also find them on Instagram and Twitter if you look up Stoned Ninja. And let me tell you, this new strain of superhero is hitting comic book shelves. It's online, it's downloadable, and you guys really need to check it out. These guys are making some waves in both the cannabis and the comic book industries and communities. And I cannot wait to see what they've got coming up next. And if you want to find out more about that, well, let's get into it. They see me mowing my front lawn. I know they're all thinking I'm so wide and nerdy. Bring to me to look, do you speak my language? Your elf ears don't need explaining. All I really need for you to do is just please talk nerdy to me. Talk nerdy to me. All right, we are joined today by Gabe Duranzo and Greg Cravens, uh, the writer and artist, respectively, of Stoned Ninja, the uh, the cannabis comic book that that's out there. It's it's got a couple of kickstarters going. Uh, he's he's a different strain of hero. Is that correct? A new strain of a hero. A new strain of hero. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that's okay. the that's the title of the comic is Stone Ninja, a new strain of hero. Uh, that's the series. You know how like uh, there'll be a spectacular Spider-Man or an amazing Spider-Man. You know, maybe there'll be like a different Stone Ninja one day. You never know. Oh, hey. And who knows where you guys are going to go, right? Stone Ninja, the same old strain of hero. <laughs> never no, that's like the old man logan version down the line way down the line all right so <laughs> so tell tell me how this started uh how, how'd you guys get the idea number one for a stoned ninja and number two hey let's make this a comic book well i'll kick it off since the idea started in my brain uh, i had just watched the drunken master uh circa 2003 uh, and I literally, the day the Ninja Gaiden came out for Xbox, uh, it was the first like 3D version of that video game. And uh, I'm sitting there trying to figure out how to like run on the walls and stuff. And I said to myself, if there can be a drunken master, why can't there be a stoned ninja? And it was just an idea in the moment. But then when I was sitting at work, board the next day after having stocked beer during a day shift behind the bar hmm. and with nothing to do for the next six hours or so uh it was a, a day bar shift the only reason i was even there was to like stock beer and do stuff because the bar like had to get orders during the day and there was rarely ever customers other than friends of mine that wanted to come in and hang out and I'd bring video games up there to play. Okay. But so, yeah, I sat there the next day and I kind of like hashed out the idea of this character that I had, the Stones Ninja. And it wasn't like 
some cheesy stoner garbage. It was, it wasn't like, I mean, I say cheesy stoner garbage and I, I mean, I get, I, I think that stuff's funny too, <laughs> but it's not that. And I try and kind of get that out there that while, yeah, there's going to be some like funny moments and, and stoner stuff. Right. Like the, the core of it is a badass ninja action comic. Uh, and even then though, I thought it was going to be uh, a film idea because I had just got out of college for film and video and communications and stuff like that. And I told myself, you know what I'll do is I will draw a crappy stick figure ninja comic like graphic novel of the script so they can get an idea of what's gonna like the thing what it's gonna be and then fast forward that idea basically was just me whenever we were like on a smoke break or safety you know check or something uh safety meeting you know oh, out yeah. behind the restaurant or whatever oh, yeah. i was always telling okay so stone ninja like he gets in this fight and this is how it goes down <laughs> And like, I'm just explaining this like movie idea. And as I'm explaining, I'm like writing down notes while I'm at work and all that kind of stuff. And then, like I said, fast forward, this is, that happened basically over the course of 13 years. Okay. So this idea it was just like, just back burner, always stories that I had, like constantly. It, it, it germinated, right? It, it just, it, it fleshed out. You just. This wasn't just a, oh, hey, man, let, let's just, let's make a ninja and he smokes weed. It's no, this, yeah. this guy has a purpose. And uh, if you guys don't mind, without uh, blowing any spoilers, I, I want to get into that purpose a little bit. Um, so the basic plot of the story is uh, there's this college, college age kid. Uh, he and his buddies, they, they've got a legal grow going. And this kid happens to have a family history that has been handed down to him with this unique strain of cannabis that I, I don't want to use the term superpowers, but it, it focuses and clarifies his mind and allows him to sort of tap into senses that normally lay dormant without this unique strain. It, it, Am I getting this right so far, or did I just totally read that wrong? True, although I kind of would consider being able to like transform his body into smoke and float around would kind of enter that like that superpower uh, realm superpower range. Uh, basically, uh, yes, he uses his uh, basically the cannabis unlocks his brain to where he can control the elements and stuff like that. Okay. Um, and he uses that to protect Reef City, which is a fictional city on the East Coast. And uh, our new hero, actually, that the Kickstarter that's active right now, the Cosmic Skunk, is going to crash land into the West Coast. Oh. So there's going to be, uh, yeah, that, that's like the Superman to our Batman, so to speak. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I, I was going to touch on that a little bit later, but yeah, it's uh, I'm definitely interested in, in how that's going to uh, come out. But now, uh, Stone Ninja he doesn't just he doesn't just like go around and you know vigilante like I'm Batman and 
search out crime. He's got he's got like a he's got a nemesis, so to speak. To an extent, yes. Uh, not one specific nemesis, but more like this evil clan of ninjas. Um, they're the Mashu clan. Uh, it's uh, Japanese for the demon's hand. Okay. And basically, um, they have uh, a cocktail of all of the bad drugs in the world. And for, you know, like demon souls from the shadow realm and they inject them into these evil ninjas and they uh, basically are using people as these drugged out ninja slaves that uh, Kazunori, aka the stone ninja, uh, tends to, they're, they're kind of like half dead, you know, right. to an extent. And so he just chops them all up and they turn into like, they dissolve into a Atari goo upon death. Greg, do you have fun drawing all this wild ass shit? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> what was your first thought when you were like, okay, what? Uh, let's see. So we'll continue the story. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll skip a little ahead to my part, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that's so, what I was getting to. Yeah, you had all these neat ideas that you had been writing, God help you, on receipt tablets as opposed to on actual useful paper. <laughs> I still do. I still yeah. do. Yeah, the first time he gives me storyboards for the first comic, and they're, and they're all little tiny stick figures on, uh, on receipt pads. Also, but, uh, uh, just, yeah. for, just for the, the visual reference, Gabe just held up the bit, the pad of guest checks that you would get at a diner, yeah. and yeah. it yeah. had all the like little sketches and, and ideas and concepts uh, for, for like, is that for issue four now? No, this, this actually is what I'm working on right now is the Cosmic Skunk number two. Uh, which is the continuation of this cosmic story. But I actually already have issues four, five, and six, which is the first story arc of Stone Ninja. I've got that six issues, like, pretty much locked down. That's awesome. Uh, they might need... Uh, the, issue four just got a fourth draft, I think. And Greg and I have discussed uh, starting on it. But we're looking for, like, another, like, spring uh kickstarter summer release on that one okay uh so it's kind of a work in progress but uh if, you and if read the readers three, would only buy a couple hundred thousand copies i, I mean no. like, as a group if everybody could just get together <laughs> and buy enough copies i could not i could quit taking some of these other day gigs you know I, and i, mean, I could just focus on your stone ninja comics and you could have them more often the holidays are coming. That's what I'm working on. That's right. The holidays are coming, you know. Um, the, these get these that, make you know. Excellent that, stocking stuffers. Yes, absolutely. Especially for those who uh, are into comic books and, and ninjas and stuff. That's What's right. great is actually we've got a special um, on the website right now, stones.ninja. You get the ninja mask. It's reversible. As you can see, it's got the kunai leaf kind of Gucci'd out logo on yep. this side. And then it's got a green interior. If you want to hide your 
stoned ninja-ness and just looking like a ninja. It's got that ninja cut on the nose, so you look like a badass, right? That's right. Oh, yeah. He, he, he looks just like Kaz right now. And a stoned ninja hoodie. Okay. With the Kunai logo on it. I mean, this yeah, the sleeve, your classic white hoodie, the zip up, can't go wrong. Zip with up that. or pull over or pull over. That's right, yeah. And it's actually like uh, like that athletic white, so it's yes. got like that speckliness. We we're calling it the Snow Ninja hoodie. There you go, there you do go. They still, Gabe, do they still have any of the black ones left to sell? Are they out? The black ones sold out. The black yeah. ones sold out first. And I knew that was going to happen. They were pretty ninja. Yeah, they're pretty ninja. <laughs> now, if people just buy up the rest of these white ones, I'll get some more black ones. So now, Greg, you were talking about your other day jobs. What? You're not just like some some guy who who draws on napkins. You you've done right, real yeah. actual commercial comic work. Uh, what else have you uh, For worked? Thirty on? years, I have done nothing but some kind of cartooning and comics here in the studio every day. Uh, so yeah, actually right this minute, I'm, I'm, I'm not typing right this second cause I got I can't type and talk at the same time. Uh, I'm uploading tomorrow's web comic to hubriscomics.com. Everybody rush off to hubriscomics.com. There's only 10 years worth of comic strips on there for you to read though. So, only you know, 10, make sure, so. yeah, make sure you got a couple hours to read, you know, uh, 1800 comic strips. And it's safe for work. Uh, it's safe for work. It's safe for kids because it's all about bikes and kayaks and skateboards and, and you know, uh, blindfolded uh, pogo sticking on trampolines and, and fun things like that. Yeah. So when the boss isn't looking, you can. Uh, what was that website again there? Hubriscomics.com. You can head over to Hubriscomics.com and uh, yep. check or out if some you of Greg's go work. To gocomics.com slash the buckets or slash hubris you can look at my newspaper comic and hubris reruns over there but all that and advertising cartoons and i'm doing the cover for next week's uh weekly tabloid paper here in town and there's always there's always stuff to do always so how did you and greg or sorry how did you and gabe hook up oh right that was the that was the thing uh i had stopped by the comic shop to see if they would hang up a poster for a cartooning class I was going to do. And they said, yeah. And while you're here, Hey, do you think you can come by on Monday? Cause we're doing a creator's thing. We're, we're going to, we're going to publish our own comic book anthology. This will be great. You'll just do a little five pager or something, but you know, you, a lot of the writers are coming and they don't have artists. So I said, yeah, I put up the poster. I'll come to the meeting. <laughs> there was one guy there that had script. You know, there was one guy who was who was illustrating his own. He counts. So and and but you know, like three other people were there and you know, the guy in charge is looking around going, Okay, so you guys have your scripts ready? And one of them was like, Oh, well, I was thinking about maybe I would sort of like do this kind of a thing. And I was like, Okay, not working with her. Hmm. And then another guy was like, I sort of wrote something and then I erased it all and I started over and I was thinking it it's like, okay, not working with that character. And I'm looking around and Gabe's sitting there with pages. I go, what do you got there? He goes, script. He goes, it finished? He goes, yeah. I go, five pages? Uh-huh. Give me. <laughs> so, you know, I'm looking at it going, Stoned Ninja. And I'm thinking what everybody else thinks when they first see Stone Ninja. You know, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, 
the the furious freak brothers and and cheech and chong yeah. and you know something silly and fun and happy and it's like that's not like my kind of thing and then i realized no he's dead serious with all this stuff this is this is superhero comic book you know this is fun this is good uh because he didn't he didn't pander to what everybody thought it was it was supposed to be and that was that was fine but because it was a, a five pager he just sort of clipped out a fight scene from the bigger ideas that he'd always had and i i pointed that out i said listen you just got this random fight scene we we need something you know is there a reason for him to be fighting these yeah people? at at the the time the first five pager it was it started off as a four pager and there was like a panel where it was like blacked out with just some slash marks yeah and then it said like slash <laughs> and and then that was it there was no like action everybody's just like laid out dead and stuff and it was like, not an okay, efficient so, use of space like one like is he really gonna kill these guys because they're robbing this place yeah it's, is is brutal. yeah is you stealing know? from a convenience store really a death sentence <laughs> really <laughs> a jewelry store and then he's like All you know right, don't you yeah. want to tell people like it's the stoned ninja and then, like, he's like, we need something that makes it more of a thing. And so immediately I was like, okay, well, this jewelry store is now a dispensary. And that yep. opens it up for me to talk about, like, yeah, why e would somebody uh, go in and, and rob a dispensary? And yeah. stuff like that and, and kind of get wordy with it and really tell the story from T Stone Ninja's perspective. And working with Greg actually turned my idea that was a like fantasy ninja magic idea and then grounds it in just enough reality to make it seem like in a world of superheroes something like this would be possible yeah i mean that that was one of the themes that really struck me because it's like page one i'm reading about this dispensary that's getting broken into because there's this whole feud between black market and legalized green. Right. And so we see that stuff here in, in the legal market. I know I, I've heard about relatively similar stuff out here in California. Um, I, I've heard other places, you know, it's like the black market and the legal market don't always get along. So, for you to actually bring that up and address that like page one right there it's like hey th this isn't just you know we're, we're not just growing this stuff to make a quick buck we're, we're dealing with these real challenges and real issues to what we want to do well yeah, one of the ones you can actually that... start from a historical point of view and say you do realize that the chicago mob actually fought against the end of prohibition oh yeah you know, and it's the same thing here. Who's fighting against the end of this prohibition? Who are the who are the right. bad guys that are going to become worse guys, so that they don't have to become good guys? Yeah. And then you've, oh. and then you've also got the whole. Um, I, I don't. I forget the term to be used, but uh, you've got um, all the basically the money makers coming in and buying up all the all the cannabis shops like MedMen and stuff like that, and the corporate yeah. cannabis. Yeah. The corporate cannabis yep. comes in and they just they don't care about the product. They don't care about 
the people, they just, they want to come in, they want to cash in and get out. That's it. Keep it rolling. Yeah, exactly. Roll so, the joints, roll up the dough. Keep it rolling. Business, 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 business. And that's right. all it is to them, you know, and to people in the cannabis community, it's, it's not just a business. I mean, yeah, of course we want to make money because we like having clothes and food and shelter and, you know, being able to turn the lights on, but it, it it's also born out of a passion. It, it's born out of something that not only am I using this for fun, this is also something that's helping me out. Right. Yeah. So well, it's that we're trying to actually kind of help erase the, you know, negative vibe of this do nothing stoner. I mean, like, I don't know how many millions of Americans get stoned and, you know, do their homework, whatever it is, you know, oh, yeah. uh, or, you know, go out and, you know, uh, they, I used to skateboard, right? So I'd skateboard all day. And, you know, just destroy my legs on a regular basis. And then I'd just come home and, you know, smoke a couple of joints, man, and, and kick back. And then my, like, 20s and 30s caught up to me. So, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, I, I, uh, I know exactly how that feels. Yeah. And, yeah. Greg, you don't even, uh, you don't consume, right? You, you have nothing to do with cannabis whatsoever. Um, Outside of, you know, just doing what everybody did in college and you know hanging around on camping trips uh with buddies for a few years following that yeah it's just not my thing um and same thing with alcohol i sort of dabble in alcohol and then just like oh that's all right and you know i won't i won't drink anything for a few weeks and you know you roll back around to it and yeah it's just you know it's life <laughs> exactly i like literally probably drink the least amount of alcohol of any of the bartenders I know that yeah. aren't like sober bartenders, you right. know, yeah. um, like I could take it or leave it. Uh, I'll have a couple of these while I'm doing one of these or whatever, but you know, most of the time I'm the one throwing these at people and saying five bucks. And yeah. <laughs> you know, I might have a couple when I get off of work. Yeah. But as far as not being part of the culture, you know, how many people are not part of the comic book culture? Oh, yeah. And, you know, you can be a comic book artist and never have uh, worn tights and jumped off a building. Huh. So, you know, the whole thing sort you of fits together. You haven't together. done that? Is that just me? Oh, I, I have. <laughs> yeah. But not everybody has. And that's OK. That's what that's the point. If you don't want to wear tights and jump off a building, you ain't got to. When I was a kid, I used to put on like my karate gi and dress up like a ninja. I had a mask, like a ski mask or something. And that's how me and my friends would go around and we'd like try and climb trees and get on top of people's houses or we'd just fuck around in the woods or whatever, you know? Yeah. All right. You, you keep saying when you're a kid, uh, <laughs> my, my second year of college, there's a big, big wind. My two roommates climbed up on the roof with the capes they already owned and stood in the wind just to be doing it. Yeah. So when you say kid, are you talking about college? Are you talking about like last week or what? Well, no, no, no. no. College kid. Like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was, I, uh, you know, I, I was the. 
I was the one tying his towel around his neck and pretending to be Superman. So yeah, I mean, hey, you got to be careful because you snag that towel in a tree limb or something, you could strangle yourself. Oh, I I, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I still got the marks. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. When, oh. when I was kayaking, everybody was like, "Man, you ought to put like you know big like." bull horns or something on your helmet that would look really really cool and the first time you pass under a tree and snag the edge of your helmet on something you oh, go yeah, yeah I, ain't, I ain't gluing no, no horns on my helmet yeah yeah that, that wasn't a good idea yeah and it's the same so, thing with the towel around the neck as soon as you snag it on a fence you know you jump over the fence and that sucker lays across the fence and bleh! see i fortunately i didn't tie the knot tightly so you know good if it snagged it just went, it just fell off you know that's right uh, I, i'm trying to live for a little bit <laughs> that's hey, what so that's why you when you get older you start velcroing those things i wanted to ask you what's oh, yeah. that did you find one of these at the san diego comic-con then Is you know what you i did not i i heard of it and uh let let's go into that because i i want to talk about how i heard of you guys um yeah in, in my other life, I am a one of the contributors for the uh, SDCC unofficial blog. And one of the things that we like to do is comb social media, the Internet and everything yeah. for just artist announcements and things that have to relate to San Diego Comic Con. So in 2018, I, I, saw, the, I, I saw this link that popped up about Stoned Ninja. And I look at it and I thought, oh, this is this is perfect. I, this is combining cannabis and Comic-Con, my two favorite things in the whole wide world. So I was so stoked just to, you know, the fact that a cannabis comic book was going to be on the exhibit hall floor. And to me, I think that's a huge step forward in, for the cannabis community. Oh, yep. yeah. And we'd love to do something there one day. Um whenever we've got enough followers on the old internet. Yeah. Um, you guys, you weren't there personally, but you were there with, with you, you were there with crazy well, cat homage. collectibles. Yeah. 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 Crazy cat collectibles were the guys that, that we're all excited about. You know, we're going to print up special covers on this. We're going to SDCC and this is going to be fun. And I guess it was fun. It, it was, yeah. I guess. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the cover that they're talking about is the, uh, Cheech and Chong up in smoke variant cover for uh, I believe that was issue number two. Yep. Yes. So for issue number two, they've got uh, the ninja that's being rolled up instead of uh, you know Cheech and Chong on there. But uh, I'll I'll post a picture on on the uh, actual blog site so everyone will be able to see it. But yeah, I, I yeah, saw that and, and those were all signed and numbered by Greg and I. We signed a number two hundred copies. <clears throat> and, and so, we split, uh, so two hundred people have those crazy. special comics, man. It was yeah, a fun. It was a fun illustration. To left do over too. on the website right now, too. I, I was just wondering if you heard any stories or got any feedback from uh, the guys at Crazy Cat about having your stuff on their table. Like, if anybody came by and said, "Whoa, that's cool," or if or if there was a, any negative reaction. Well, I did have a friend of mine who lived in L.A. at the time, uh, found himself going to San Diego Comic-Con with a friend. And um, 
like he found that there and he said holy shit Gabe I found your comic at San Diego Comic Con <laughs> and he hit me up about it but really they only sold I want to say like maybe 20 or 30 of the copies that they had at San Diego Comic Con because I mean there wasn't really a draw to it if you know Greg and I were there and we were signing and making a big deal about it being Stone Ninja I mean, nowadays we have our own booth set up and okay. once we turn to convention status, um, ideally we'll you know be able to get out and uh, do the convention circuit. I've already signed up for next year, Colorado Springs Comic Con in August. Yeah. And then we're on the list uh, at, for Dragon Con. Uh, and that is actually the following weekend after that one so yeah that, that's like ambitious a lot of driving. and, and i've i've heard so many wonderful things about dragon con i haven't been to that one yet it's definitely like top five on my list uh to get to um yeah and yeah at some point i i would really love to see you guys uh tabling at san diego comic con talking to the fans because that's personally one of my favorite things to do is just walk around artist alley small press and actually meet the artists who have drawn the comics that i've read as a kid growing up you know inspired the movies that are huge blockbusters now um and you guys have the the ninja verse that's expanding with uh chronic uh yeah cosmic skunk which sounds like it should be its own strain name <laughs> well yeah i mean part of it though is obviously we want to do some crossover marketing of course we have our own rolling papers you can add those on to pretty much any of the orders for a dollar or something like that <laughs> um but basically the idea is crossing over really the comic book industry is more than just comic books. That's where all of the great movie and video game ideas and all that kind of shit's coming out right now. Yep. Uh, is, is drawn on the creative, uh, you know, comic book industry. And if I can cross that over with cannabis, which is in like this really big, uh, convenient upsurge right now, um, I think, that we can like provide like something more to both of those industries that there's room to just like cross them over. If we could start getting comic books on the shelves in like smoke shops and dispensaries and stuff like that across the United States. And I think that the more we expand the rolling papers and start include like more smoking accessories, different size options and pre-rolled cones and freaking bowls with a stone ninja sticker on it or make them look like those like classic uh, Japanese style. Was it a kisiru? Kisiru? Um, it's like a bamboo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this little bowl on it. There you Bam, go. There you go. Stone Ninja label on it. And endless marketing ideas over space there, <laughs> and really cross it over. 
Well, I, I've checked out the merch on your page, and it is—it's quality stuff. I, I will be ordering oh. that stuff. I, uh, they, you guys have uh, the summer uh, package with it. I don't know if it's the summer package or if you have the fall package up now. Or it's a—it's the hoodie, it's the mask, uh, the t-shirt. Yeah, that's the fall and winter snow okay. ninja gear. You basically get your choice of the Stone Ninja logo t-shirt. Uh, I'm wearing the green one. There's a red one, blue one, a black one with the green Stone Ninja logo on it. That was like the original style. bunch of different styles to choose from. And basically, whenever you put in the order, uh, you will contact me and we'll work out the details as far as the size of the hoodie and the mask um, and the T-shirt, which style and size you'd like. But you get a hoodie, a mask. And a T-shirt for fifty-five bucks, free shipping. I mean, the hoodie alone should just be worth fifty-five bucks usually. Yeah, it should be right. But you know, all that all that great stuff that you can't go wrong with that kind of deal. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty uh, sweet deal, and coming up uh, with Black Friday and Cyber Monday, we're going to run a couple of Instagram ads on that one and the comic book itself, and kind of get out there and try and reach as many people as possible and uh, ship some orders out before the holidays. Well, I will definitely be looking forward to that. And hopefully my listeners will be looking forward to that as well. That's what I was going to say. It's all about, you know, who's listening and whether or not they're right now, they're going, Oh man, that, that kind of sounds fun. I should check that out. To which we now say, go check that out. Take the, take a minute to type in stoned.ninja into your web browser. That, that's all you have to do. Just go go up into that bar and type in stoned. Yeah. And then you, the you get all you get all tickled looking at the silly stuff and you get, and then suddenly you realize you were a fan already and didn't know it. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the artwork alone yeah. should just suck people in. Well, what I like to say is the artwork's getting better and better every time because the first comic, you know, I, I defaulted back to, to my youth. This is the most recent cover. Yeah. And then, you I know, mean, by the time we got to the third yeah, one, I, I, the I'll colorist put... is astounding now and the artwork has gotten more mature because, you know, it isn't a, a comic book from the 1970s. It's not Spider-Man. I but mean, people are getting stabbed in the chest on the cover. This is true. This is true. That's just, uh, that's just content. I'm wanting everybody to look at the brushwork in there. It's just gorgeous. See, <laughs> I, I like I like the depth. Well, the depth, I think a lot of that comes from the colorist. We really did luck up getting the guy that we got. Yeah. The colors. Yeah. No, and, he did a great job, but I'd love to one day release like an all ink version or some of my, our favorite pages, just Greg's original inks and stuff. Yeah. Because it really, it's amazing what you do and all the detail you put into it. And then the colorist, Gene Fain, that we brought in on the third issue, he takes all of that beautiful ink work and doubles down and makes those lines more than what they are. And yeah. really like gives it that super depth with the color. Yeah. Great job all around. Pretty slick. Yeah, the artwork is. Fantastic. I told him to draw it like that, but you know, <laughs> I just wrote the words on the inside. I think the words they came out in the right order. Yeah, yeah, you know, 
I, I, I don't think, think I that there were too many. Right. I don't think there weren't, you know, you know just right. Just the yeah, perfect it's, amount. It's, it's, like, it's like with Mozart when the emperor told him, you know, it's a little long. Just cut a few notes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, which well, ones which did notes you have do you mind? want to cut? Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody has asked Gabe to cut any notes. They, exactly. They're all, they all fine. Nope. <laughs> well, I, I did reach out uh, to listeners and ask if they had any questions. Unfortunately, oh, cool. I didn't get any questions. What I did get, though, was a lot of great feedback like, holy shit, this is really fucking cool. And oh my God, this is amazing. So hopefully, it, at the very least, even though I didn't get any questions for you guys, at least hopefully I drove a little traffic to your sites, traffic to your Instagram page, and you know, hopefully they, they can check it out for themselves and see that really yeah. there is a lot of depth to this, not just in the colors, in, in the actual plot. You know, it's not just uh, you know, a couple stoners hanging out going, hey, man, let, let's, let's, let's do some kung fu. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's real. Yeah, you've got to you've got to worry you got to worry and wonder all the way through every issue so far. It's like, hang on, we're building up to something. There's something going on behind all the scenes. Yep. You know, so it's it's not just reading an action adventure story where you know the guy pulls the gun and shoots at the bad guys and jumps in the fast car and drives away. And, and the guy a gets whole, his hands you know, cut off. So you know, it, that's yeah. cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Uh, you, there's a line that I have in one of the things and his uncle, um, no, his great uncle, excuse me. Yes. Um, is his master, Master Fu. Um, and he says to him something along the lines of, you know, he's like worried about all these people that he's like, He's like, I got a sword, man. I'm chopping these guys up. Like, <laughs> what am I training for here? Am I going to be killing people? And he's like, trust your sword to know who deserves, you know, to live or die or something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing because it's right. It's in the script. It's it, uh, yeah. But, if if you want to check out that moment. You, you got to go go online, go to stoned.ninja, and and download the issues. Go check it out because I mean he he's yeah, got some deep moments. A, a good point. Um, you got to check out the digital issues, yes. right? Pretty cool, right? Very cool. So if, if comics aren't really your thing, but you think like this is sounds like it might be a fun story. One way to check it out, we've got the original five pages for a free download on the website. And if you dig that, you can digitally download all three of the Stone Ninjas. And that might be a Cyber Monday special will work out where we offer all three of them together for a collected price. And that's great because they can check all that out in the comfort of their own homes. Don't you know? Yeah. Don't have to leave and put that mask on that they're going to order from your website anyway, right? Boom, and then it comes to your phone, and you can like read it on your phone. Yep. Each issues, I'd say you get about ten to fifteen minutes if you're like reading it word for word and just like kind of reading through. But I found myself having to have like read this book 
multiple times uh, just in the creation process and reading it over and changing it a little bit and reading it and reading it that I know these things like I've, I've read it so much. It's insane. But like I even start noticing little things in the artwork that maybe it didn't grab my attention the first time around, you know, some, some of these ninjas in the background and stuff like that. And some of the crap laying in the floor. Some of the crap laying in the floor in the background of the apartment when they're all hanging around. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, when like it that. when it comes to the writing, it's really weird. We can be well past what I usually think of as done. And Gabe comes over and we do one last burn through on all the pages once they're all assembled and the, the lettering's in place and the word balloons are in place and everything's been shifted and made straight and everything's all ready to go. And then Gabe's got to come over and one last damn time. He's like, <laughs> you know what? I've been thinking about this a lot. It's been months ago. You could have said it months ago, but no, now we got to go in. We got to edit this. <laughs> I got to make this word balloon slightly larger now because you're changing two words into three. Hey, when inspiration hits, you know, you can't help it. it. It happens. Yeah. And he wants it to all come out the best way for everybody that's reading it. It's got to be right. Well, I mean, so gosh. I can't blame him. This cover, this cover is proof positive that we can put out the best possible product. Oh, absolutely. We all contribute and make an effort to make it the best. Yeah. Cause we care. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That, that is apparent. Definitely. So I think that is about time to wrap it up. Uh, I think, uh, again, I apologize. We didn't get any questions. So, uh, hopefully. Oh, good, man. Yeah. I mean, it was we'll just... come back and answer the questions after everybody's had a chance to read. And then they go, well, wait a minute. What about this? There yeah, you go. We'll, we'll do, we'll do an AMA down the line or something, man. Yeah. Uh, definitely, if we can't be at San Diego Comic Con, I'd love to do like another show yeah. with you or something down the line leading up to San Diego Comic Con or maybe even after having seen what happens uh, and the stuff that comes out, you know, just talk comics. Yeah. And not necessarily have to be Stone Ninja because we didn't even get into all the other comics. What do you usually read? Um, honestly, I don't read that many comics anymore. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm more of a uh, TV movie, uh, yeah, long form novel type. Um, yeah. But when it comes to comics, I'm really into the graphic novels. You know the yeah. the stuff like Arkham Asylum. You know the the stuff in there that that stuff really. I I, I read through that and I'm just, I was I I got chills. Yeah. So I I respect so movies right now, right? Yeah, like... I I respect the. Uh, the feelings that the emotions that it can really bring up just between the words and the pictures. Yep. Yeah. Um, talking about San Diego again, um, yes. keep an eye open for the, the national cartoonist society booth. Uh, Cause I, I can, you know, when I slip in there, I can, I can, I can sign up for my time at the NCS booth and I can always bring you some, some stone ninja. <laughs> well, to the NCS booth. Well, hopefully you bring Gabe with you one year and uh, I, I, I can get together with you guys and uh, show you all the Absolutely. good dispensaries and show you a little bit of the SoCal cannabis community and uh, welcome you with, with open arms and, and a warm sunshine. Yeah, awesome. you can uh, do fine, some, fine weather. some research work, Greg. 
That's right. Uh, <laughs> checking out the dispensaries and how things go down. You'll have to you'll have to teach me about the different strains and all the, you know, because right now I'm I've, I've gone sideways. I've gone into coffee and I'm trying to learn more about coffee. Oh, there you so, go. Yeah, you know, delicious. All, all the it. phases of life. Yep. Where I wasn't a coffee drinker for years, and now all of a sudden I was like, okay, well let's let's delve into this for a little while. Well, hmm. Greg, where can we uh, find more of your stuff on the internet? Well, like I said, uh, uh, hubriscomics.com. You can go to cravenscartoonist.com if you want to see all the caricatures and advertising cartoons and all the other lunatic stuff. Uh, but like the children do these days, you can go onto Google and just type in Greg Cravens. Uh, and if you go into Amazon, you'll find weird stuff like the, the, uh, Lewis, the duck books that, that sell at, uh, at Homewood suites, which I had somebody call up the other day and go, I've got a stack of Lewis, the duck books. Could you autograph them? I was like, uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, sure. Okay. You know, you, so you stay at Homewood Suites a lot, do you? Go, uh-huh. They were like, yeah, sure. That's where we got them. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, just weird stuff. And, you know, that's all been generated in the last 30 years, and it's all out there somewhere. And what about you, Gabe? Where can we find you on the Internet? Well, you can uh, basically do the same. You, if you Google Stone to Ninja, our website will come up first, and it's got links to all the Facebook, Instagram, and, uh, you know, random stuff yeah and you Don't get social really media updates at Twitter as much as I should, <laughs> but uh we've got a, a decent following on facebook and instagram and i try and post like very regularly on both of those at and, what time uh, yeah just get it out there and then there's the website is actually stoned.ninja yeah they don't need the dot com and at the end or anything like that store, right. it's, it's, got it's everything on yeah there. When, when he first sent me the updates for, for the catalog pages and stuff, he's like, and it needs to say stone.ninja. I thought, silly, Gabe. He's left off the .com and put the dot in the wrong place, too. But no, nope. the, web, the web is growing up. Yeah, yeah, domains have gone. Stone.ninja. Domain, domain names have gone beyond .com or .gov or .edu. Yeah, yeah, which they, they probably should have, could have done or should have done 15 years ago. But yeah. You know, why not? Things happen. And you guys, uh, you're on Twitter too, but you don't keep that updated as much. I, man, I get on there every once in a while and post something, but I don't. But actually, so I have had some interactions with uh, like Kevin Smith and Jay Muse and uh, let's see, Mark Hamill. Oh, that's and a up. couple other folks that I've kind of said, hey, what's up to? in the twitter verse and and they're all very you know, cool. <laughs> yeah they all seem uh pretty cool yeah. i did go out and see kevin smith last year uh at the scum and villainy cantina in la for his podcast that he does the fat man beyond with uh mark uh what's his name uh bernard mark. yeah, yeah. They, and, they now yeah. have their own copies of stone ninja Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, they got uh, copies of everything. I stuck a uh, comic on the uh, countertop and said, uh, "Two blunt man from Stoned Ninja." And when he started talking to the fans and stuff, he said, "Who's the Stoned Ninja?" And held it up, <laughs> and everybody was checking it out. 
we grabbed a couple of pictures off of the you know YouTube video and posted links to the YouTube video and all that kind of fun stuff. Man, it was a pretty cool moment. Got a couple hundred dollars worth of hits off of the uh, website from that one. So. And, and that's one of the things I love about San Diego Comic Con and, you know, just Comic Cons yeah. in general is stuff like that happens, you know, yeah. you know some somebody that you really love to, to watch or follow or whatever. They grab something. They're like, hey, who's this guy? And you, you get like a minute or so where you get to chill with them, take a picture. And you know, yeah. it, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I was wandering around there one time and looked around and one of my favorite comic artists was just setting up at his table and they hadn't announced him yet. Ooh. So I just walked up and started talking and, you know, had a, had a fine visit before the, the massive line formed and I couldn't get anywhere near him again. Uh, which artist? Bernie Wrightson, the guy that did all the original uh, Swamp Thing stuff. Okay. And uh, has done a, a graphic uh, illustrated version of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein and, and, you know, lots of really amazing, cool stuff. All right. Well, I could talk Comic-Con for hours, but I don't think yep. I'm going to. Yep. Uh, thank you guys very, very much for coming on the show. I, I've Thanks for really us. enjoyed spending this time with you guys. Andy, very good to meet you virtually. And uh, yeah, I'd love to come out there one day, uh, San Diego, and just, you know, hang out, check out the dispensary, smoke one on the beach or wherever it's socially accepted. Well, legally, you can't smoke on the beach or anything like that, but you know, you know what what happens happens and what what people don't see they don't see so hey, not that i'm not, not advocating breaking the me. law i would not advocate that but you know they they've got vapes for a reason yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> all right well you guys take care you have a wonderful night and i, I will do. see you guys in san diego very very soon i hope yep as soon as they clear up all the all the health issues we're back in there yeah, all the pressing ones, at least. <laughs> yep, yep. All right. Well, thank you very much. You guys have a good night. Thanks for having us. All right. You too, all right. Well, let me tell you, I know we're only on episode two, but uh, I really think this is going to be my favorite episode ever. I don't know how I'm going to top this, but talking with Gabe Duranzo and Greg Cravens was an absolute pleasure. I want to thank them again very much from the bottom of my heart for taking their time and uh, coming on the show, talking to us, telling us a little bit about themselves and the Stoned Ninja. Don't forget to look them up online at stoned.ninja. Don't forget you don't need the .com at the end. Also look for them on Instagram and Twitter at Stoned Ninja. I can't wait to talk to you guys uh, next time. Until then, this is Andy Blogger once again thanking Chris Cantori and the you podcast network for hosting Canna Bloggers Corner and we will see you guys next time.